You're listening to Healthcare Now Radio. Stand by for this just in the latest in healthcare innovation and technology trends with your HIT advisor, Justin Barnes. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to this just in. I'm your host. Justin Barnes. In these half-hour segments, I'll bring you the latest advancements in healthcare, innovation, public policy, and strategy. As always, we're broadcasting from the This Justin Studios on the Business Radio X Network here in Atlanta. For this episode, we're going to be talking about the HIMSS 15 annual conference that's starting on Sunday, April 12th in Chicago. I've been waiting for this broadcast for over two months, three months now, and very excited about my guest today. But before I um, talk about a couple of topics, I want to talk about the demographics about HIMSS, just in case my listeners aren't familiar with the conference. So it's the Healthcare Information Management System and Society, uh, and uh, it's the world's largest health IT conference. HIMSS expects to have over 35,000 attendees, 1,200 healthcare and health IT exhibitors, and thousands of entrepreneurs and growth capital investors. So uh, just a tremendous uh, group and in, in, uh, gathering that we have every single year, different places, Chicago, San Diego, Orlando, Denver, um, Dallas. Uh, and I know I think our next couple of years are going to be in Las Vegas. So I think it's going to be uh, – this year is going to be terrific. Again, I've been waiting for this conference for a long time and specifically to broadcast this show for several months and I'm very excited about my guest today, uh, Jennifer Denard. Um, she's here uh, in Atlanta as well. Um, so before we begin, welcome, Jen. Hey, Justin. Thanks for having me. You got it. Uh, again, I'm very excited to have you today. Um, Jen is the digital diva for His Talk. Uh, she's also an accomplished writer, blogger, and social networker, and much more. Uh, and I'm sure many of you, uh, certainly my regular listeners, are very familiar with Jen and her work. She's been around uh, certainly the Atlanta Health IT community for a long time, but also nationally part of our uh, health IT movement and part of our industry for a very long time. So again, uh, thanks for joining me and, and welcome, Jen. So before we begin talking about hymns, let's, because uh, you have a new venture, and I know my listeners uh, and guests are certainly interested in hearing more about uh, his talk from another perspective, because I mean, I'm, his talk is a very popular publication in their industry. It's daily. Uh, so a lot of us get a lot of interesting news uh, from that. But um, tell us about uh, your time with Histoc. I know it's only been a couple of months, but uh, how's it been so far? It, it seems like it's been just a couple of months, but it's actually been almost a year. Um, wow. And it's it's amazing how time has flown. It's It's been great. I, uh, I used to be a dedicated reader like yourself. I used to work for a company that sponsored. Uh, we were advertisers, and now I, I get to work for the uh, industry's Number one source for healthcare IT news and unbiased opinion, as I'm sure you're aware. Yes. Um, it's just a lot of fun, and and especially when you get to encounter readers who love what we're putting out. You know, it, it opens up opportunities like this. And when you go to a big conference like Hims, you just kind of have the the inside scoop on on what's going on. No, very true. So, tell us a little scoop, or how's it been with Mr. H? He's always interesting. Mr. H <laughs> remains as mysterious as ever. <laughs> I uh, I do know what his voice sounds like, That's great. but I still do not know who he is, what he looks like, where he's from, um, and I I kind of love that about my job. It, that that aura of mystery is is kind of what keeps our readers coming back, and and what enables him to to be such a, a voice of opinion for healthcare IT. <laughs> Very good point. <laughs> 
So um, when I first talked to you about the show uh, and certainly coming on the radio this year, uh, you, you, you know, we both have a strong affinity for the HIMSS annual conference and do a lot around the conference. So tell me and the listeners a little bit about what you, uh, what you expect to see this year and, and why you're excited about the conference. Well, I always get excited when it's when it's time for HEMS. I, I tell people outside of the industry, it's kind of like the Olympics for healthcare IT because it's so big and you are constantly running into people that you only see at HEMS once a year. So it's great for networking and just catching up with those folks who you, you kind of connect with on a personal and professional level. Um, you know, big conferences like HEMS really help me to get a feel for what providers in the trenches are dealing with on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, walking the exhibit hall all, you know, 15 miles of it certainly gives you the vendor perspective of what's happening. But an event like that, this gives you kind of these uncanny opportunities to connect with folks. So let's say you're standing in line at Starbucks or heading to the restroom and you run into the the CIO of some health system who's just happy to chat about what they're having to deal with, and you know, when it comes to meaningful use and Mm -hmm. EHRs and and what have you, the, the opportunities for those candid conversations are, are really genuine and great. Yeah, no, very good point. So let's dive into Meaningful Use Stage three as Stage 3 as proposed. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, I'm sure we'll get into that at some point. But um, actually, one thing I haven't uh, told many about and certainly publicized it on, uh, on my radio show is that uh, we're going to be broadcasting live on Sunday, April 12th, from 4 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. Central, so that's 5 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Eastern, from the Venture Plus Forum. Uh, my good friend Howard Bird, I'm sure you know Howard, but he's been around the pub, uh, the um, the him scene for a long time, and he came to uh-huh. me a couple weeks ago and just said, hey, would you think about doing your radio show live from hymns? And I said, well, that's an amazing idea. Uh, producing, it's a whole different uh, bailiwick because we produce the show out of Atlanta, but these guys here at Business Radio X have just been phenomenal. Uh, and Stone and Lee, I appreciate what you guys do. Those are the producers of this show. And they said, yeah, we'll hop on a plane, and we're going to come up to Chicago and broadcast live. So I think it's the first live broadcast ever from a HIMSS annual conference. So I'm I'm very excited, and I know we're going to have a great time at the Venture Plus Forum. So hopefully, that, I'll, yeah. That is exciting. I, uh, I'll i be there, so I will certainly stop by and hopefully get some friends to, to come on over. Yeah, well, we'll have you on the air for a couple minutes for sure. I know we've got a small little lineup already, but I'd love to fit you in and kind of get uh, your thought on what you're seeing there at the forum. Sure. So when you look out at HIMSS, um, what can we expect to see? What do you think, uh, look into your crystal ball a little bit, what do you think we're going to see uh, new or interesting or innovative for 2015? Well, I think we're definitely going to see um, talk around interoperability Meaningful Use Stage 3, of course. Um, I haven't had a chance to read the, what, 400-plus pages of, 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 uh, you know, rules and regulations yet, but I'm sure that's going to be a line of of conversation on the show floor and in the educational sessions. Um, You know, for the the last four or five years since I've been attending the show, it's topics of conversation have, have just been a natural progression. What's going on in D.C. obviously trickles down to the exhibit hall. So, you know, my first year it was... EHRs, stage one meaningful use. Then the next year it was ACOs, analytics, business intelligence, and so on. And yeah, so now I think we're at the point where everyone finally wants to make some progress on interoperability. I'm sure ONC's roadmap is going to be a big point of conversation slash contention. We'll we'll see how the tide turns. Um, You know, I think 
the pitch many vendors are going to make with their products this year is going to focus on interoperability and uh, meeting stage three, uh, especially when it comes to patient engagement. Yeah, no, uh, very good point. I've gone through part of it, but my world has shifted a little bit where I'm not um, so deep into the EHR space that I, I live and breathe by the meaningful use regs. But right. um, uh, and, and I kind of like the new innovative world that I'm in. However, uh, you know, I, I think that I've had a glance at a, at a couple of companies uh, in their thoughts, and I don't think they're too far off. I don't. Th- I think ONC. Um, and specifically CMS uh, more so, you know, did a, a pretty good job with their components. But I know you're gonna, we're going to hear a lot over the next day, two, three, on getting some of the comments out there, at least the initial comments. People still obviously uh, are, are knee-deep in pouring through um, exactly what some of the components mean or, or their interpretations of what they mean. And they're going back to CMS and ONC here shortly to, to figure some of that out. And I know HIMSS is going to be a great platform. So if you don't go for any other reason, uh, you know, learning more about that reg, I think is going to be a high point for a lot of different people that are attending hymns. But as you mentioned, there's a lot of other large topics. I think um, at, from a high level, you know, HHS's announcement of where they would like to push some of the regs and rules and payments, you know, over to value-based medicine and accountable care and alternative payment models where they want, you know, 30% of eligible physicians or, or um, ambulatory physicians or ambulatory providers and hospitals, they want 50% of hospitals by the end of next year being paid under uh, or in some type of alternate payment model. I mean, that's pretty significant. That's a seismic shift. I don't think, I don't hear a whole lot, whole lot of people talking about that and they understand that that's a, that could be $140, billion, $60 billion of payments being shifted by the end of, of next year. So I think that's, uh, you know, I don't know if they're going to hit that goal. They're just putting that out there. I know they're floating that to see some of the reactions. But that's a pretty big change over the next, uh, you know, 20 to 24 months um, to implement. So I think there's going to be a lot of conversation uh, to that effect, um, certainly uh, for the start of 2016, where they want to see some of that um, some of that implemented, or the start of 2017 implemented, I see. So, Definitely. Yeah. On the patient engagement side, I guess that's something – I actually just ran here from a meeting, um, I probably can't say the health system, but a very progressive health system in Atlanta that's uh, implementing or about to implement a very innovative patient engagement tool um, called Gozio Health. And uh, it's uh, one of the ways that they're looking at hyperspeeding uh, patients uh, becoming very engaged in navigating not only from the way from their home all the way to uh, the um, um, hospital campus, but then also direct them exactly where to park on campus that's closest to their check-in point, uh, uh-huh. navigate them right from their car, I remember where they park, all the way into the check-in desk. Uh, and then when they're done with their appointment, uh, the app will actually walk them past the pharmacy or the cafeteria and or directly back to their car and or navigate them through traffic uh, back to their office or home. And then it keeps them within a very uh, um, tight uh, and integrated um, community. So the patient will visit only specific uh, physicians that are part of maybe their ACO or their uh, alternative payment model or just their healthcare community within that uh, ecosystem, that healthcare ecosystem. So a uh, very cool um, uh, patient engagement tool uh, that I just saw out there, and, and it's about to be implemented. So very cool strategies that I'm seeing you know, in play, but I agree, uh, patient engagement and interoperability are the two big areas that um, – health systems, and certainly even uh, physician practices are having a tough time with. But what are you seeing out there um, regarding patient engagement and some of the struggles or for solutions that you're seeing that you like out there? Well, it's funny that you bring up, um, you know, the hospital wayfinding app as a patient engagement tool because that has been, I guess since January, one of the most popular 
line of reader comments mm. um, on the His Talk site. And as a patient, I have a hard time, thankfully I haven't been a patient too often lately, but, um, you know, trying to navigate your way through a healthcare system, whether you're going to an on-site physician or you're going to have a procedure and be an inpatient, it's kind of intimidating. And not until, um, you know, one of our readers brought up the fact that I think he was a CIO of a health system and he was looking for a wayfinding app to either develop in-house or purchase. Um, and the reader comments just started flooding in. And we put out a survey shortly afterwards asking our readers, um, as patients and consumers, how they prefer to handle dealing with hospitals when it mm-hmm. comes to calling them, interacting with them. And the majority of our responses were, it's easier for us to just actually go to the facility and walk in and ask our question yeah. than to try to get through some sort of automated phone system or send an email that just you know goes off into the ether. Um, so the market for those kind of patient engagement tools, which, you know, when you compare to wearables and patient portals, and seems fairly basic, but the market, I think, is huge. And so, you know, technology like, you know, you're, you're talking about, yeah. I think it's not as sexy, but it's desperately needed. And I think if that can tie into meaningfully stage three or, gosh, even stage yeah. two at this point, then, um, you know, hopefully patients will, will benefit. Yeah, I've seen direct um, kind of the the patient engagement directly into the portal for the hospital uh, to really uh-huh. help the view, download, and transmit criteria. I think it's criteria number six uh, in stage two, uh, but then also HCAP scores and, ma- and really increasing patient satisfaction. So that's really what I've seen from those apps that you talk about and specifically what I've seen from Gozio. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's tremendous. And also, it's not just the patients. While that is certainly a patient and visitor is a focus, uh, I know that one of the when I interviewed Gozio, about their application and their innovation, uh, they talked about the staff getting just as excited. I mean, because you got hundreds and thousands of care providers within these healthcare ecosystems, sometimes two, three, or four different hospitals in, in a large campus. They got 21, say, sites along the, around the community, and they got to navigate running between these different offices, and they have no idea how to get from point A to point B. So they're using the Gozio app as much as the patients and the visitors are. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, so now shifting, pivoting back to, to HIMSS uh, annual conference specifically, are you looking forward to any uh, keynotes or educational sessions? Those are always what I pour through, and it's hard to pick just a couple to go to because we've got so many other meetings. But what are you looking forward to there in that regard? Well, obviously, George W. Bush is yeah. going to be keynoting one of the days. Um, I might try to catch it. Uh, my experience has been the bigger the keynote speaker the longer you have to wait ahead of time to get yes. in line. Very <laughs> so true. I don't know they'll actually get in the room with them because, as as you've said, HIMSS is just so huge. Um, what I'm personally really looking forward to is hearing from the president of Walgreens. I believe he's going to be speaking Monday morning. Um, and, you know, they're just setting a really highly visible bar for what healthcare is moving toward in terms of access, convenience, and cost. Um and I thought it was really cool that the state of Georgia is sponsoring that particular keynote. I know, um, yes. Know, like you, I'm a huge fan of the health IT ecosystem we've developed here in Georgia. So it's it's nice to see our state so visible at such a large industry event. Um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, you know, tell your listeners to stop by the Georgia Pavilion and the exhibit hall. I think they're the they I think Georgia's the only state that has are. that kind of um, yeah. area on the show floor. Yep. They are. Georgia is the only state... Uh, that has its own pavilion, its own booth at HIMSS. And they're going to have 10 uh, young health IT companies there uh, showcased uh, in all their innovation. 
So, yeah, I'm very proud of what the state of Georgia has done. Uh, David Hartnett and that whole team at the Metro Atlanta Chamber and what TAG oh, has yeah. done and Tino Mantella, they have just done. And also the State Department of Economic Development with Chris Carr, and the, our commissioner, uh, and his whole team, Glenn Whitley, uh, Glenn Whitley has done. Uh, they have all done just a great job. So, yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up because I did want to touch on that at some point, and um, it's wonderful what they're doing. So – I know that you're – and so you're talking about the um, – because I actually worked with the state a little bit on some of their social media. Uh, and I know that you're a very big fan of social media and social networking. So how do you see HIMS incorporating it? Because we know you know, in the past they, they have a couple of set stages. They roam around. They really get into the meat of the conference and get to the, to the um, undertones of the conference. But what do you think and what do you see? Well, the HIMS social media team always does such a great job of incorporating – Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, into the event. I'm going to give a quick shout-out to Michael Gaspar and yeah. Trey McLean um, on that team because they, they spearhead it every year, and they always they always go over and above um, the achievements that they met the year before. So, you know, each year they achieve higher and higher Twitter traffic, which helps those folks who can't attend stay on top of what's happening. I've got several friends who will be serving as HIMSS social media ambassadors, and that's a really unique way that the conference is using people who are already super Twitter users um, to kind of spread the word and help people stay abreast of what's going on, especially if they can't attend, you know, session X and can't make it to the rest of the exhibit hall because we all know the exhibit hall is is so, so huge. Um, So we're likely to see some fun viral things happen through that. Um, They have a, dedicated area for social networking called the HIMSS spot. So there's going to be tweet-ups and meet-ups and, and events like that. And that's always a great opportunity to finally meet people face-to-face who you've been engaging with online for you know the last 12 months. No, very true. No, Michael Gaspar is terrific. I worked with him also the last couple of years, and he does a great job spearheading that whole initiative. So, yeah, I certainly like giving him a shout-out. Um, and also, just for everybody, so they know and our listeners and audience know, um, I think it's, it's uh, hashtag H-I-M-S-S-1-5. So hashtag HIMS15, and that's H-I-M-S-S-1-5. That's the hashtag. And you can get part of the whole tw- uh, Twitter stream uh, starting now. I mean, actually, the hashtag was thrown up probably four to six months ago and has been active certainly for the last several months. Uh, so, right, yeah. and HIMS also put out a hashtag guide. I'm sure if you Google that or just follow the hashtag for any amount of time, you'll see a link to the hashtag guide for HIMS15 come across your, your desk. Excellent. No, thank you. So on that note, um, what chatter do you think we're going we're gonna to hear or, or uh, you know, kind of see on the Twitter blogosphere this year um, coming from HIMS15? Anything? Chatter. Let's see. Um, well, we've already covered interoperability in Stage 3. Um, other than that, on a personal note, I always tend to hear who has the best parties, yes. giveaways, the biggest or most outrageous booth. Somebody always has some sort of entertainer or something highly unusual that will definitely catch the eye of people walking by. I think last year, if I remember correctly, it was it was folks in unitards doing breakdancing or you know something crazy and outside the box like that. So. That's what I tend to remember, and of course, that's what the vendors want. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I remember um, last year. I want to say uh, Greenway had a virtual. He was a, vult- a virtual radio host or a virtual host, and you see, so you'd walk by him, and he'd kind of catch your eye, and he that's would actually right. talk to you and, and interact with you, and it was uh, it was just it was quite innovative. 
Um, but actually, I meant you. I meant to, I wrote down some notes when you're talking about the CEO of Walgreens that he's going to be speaking as one of the keynotes as well. And I actually agree. Uh, we did a lot of business with him. They um, deployed the the Greenway EHR to their clinics, the retail clinics across the country. And um, they are a phenomenally innovative organization. So, yeah, Walgreens is, is terrific as an organization. Their technology stack is just superior uh, in the industry. To, so to hear them speak at HIMSS is going to be very interesting. So I'm looking forward to that as well. And certainly George W. Uh, but like you said, um, <laughs> the larger the uh, the person, a past president is a pretty big deal. I think we've had Clinton in the past. We Well, we've had Hillary and we had Bill. We had Hillary last year and Bill the year before. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. So we have a, you know, and now George W. this year. So who knows who, uh, what him 16 will, will pull. Um, <laughs> so I know one of the areas that you focus a lot on, and certainly through your um, Twitter engagements and a lot of the, the work that you do in the industry, uh, in, in HIMS also boils down to improving patient care. So how do you see um, patients being represented at conferences like this? Well, obviously, we're all patients, um, so it's important that we keep the patient perspective in mind when we're at HIMSS or other big events. Um, last year, I had the opportunity to see patient and HIT advocate Regina Holiday. I don't know if you're, oh, you're yes. familiar with her. Walking um, Gallery. Yeah, she's yeah. the founder of the Walking Gallery, and she presented a fantastic session at HIMSS last year. She's fairly tiny, but yeah. she packs a really big punch. Um, and so this year, I'm excited that his talk is working with her. We worked together to help find five patient advocates to attend the conference this year, and we awarded them scholarships, you know, some, some traveling money, and they'll be walking the show floor, interacting with vendors, and giving us their take on how the technologies they see will or won't help patients and caregivers. And they're going to be tweeting via the um, his talking his talking hashtag. So, you know. Look for them. Check yeah. out their firsthand, you know, completely unfiltered, unbiased impressions. I think, you know, so many of us have been in the industry for you know, for so long that a lot of this stuff is old hat, and we kind of forget how it's really all about the patients, and they should be part of the conversation. So I'm hoping that this will hopefully, um, maybe even start a trend. Patient advocates at healthcare IT conferences, I think, makes sense. I uh, completely agree. And, and yes, you can call me old. I've been doing this now, health IT stuff for 20 years. So, um, so, and I completely agree. We can never lose the voice of the patient. It keeps us centered and it keeps us focused on the right innovation uh, that they can use and that can really improve patient care at the end of the day. And also in my world, I feel, you know, uh, really increasing patient safety, um, reducing costs, and creating a smarter, sustainable healthcare system in America, as well as globally, because I want to think past our borders as well. So um, what interviews might you have lined up? What can you talk about? Maybe um, I talked a little bit about broadcasting live from the Venture Plus Forum on that Sunday, but, um, but what do you have lined up there? I like to keep things loose and spur of the moment. I do not have any formal interviews lined up um, my colleagues and I are going to be walking the show floor, attending sessions, listening for those, um, you know, those off-the-cuff remarks oh, that yes. really dig deep into how providers are really feeling about, about the industry at this point. Um, I do have an event that I'm hosting on Tuesday during that week of the mm-hmm. show. I'll be, I'll be moderating an HIT Chicks event at the Hem Spot. 
Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But otherwise, we're just going to be walking around, networking. Of course, I'll be writing reviews every day about the show and, and just having fun at the His Talk booth. We always have some surprise guests stop by, folks that have contributed over the years or um, yeah. readers who just love what we do. So, um, yeah, just keeping it loose and fun. Well, I'm one of those readers that uh, love to uh, read what you do, so um, I will be tuned certainly to uh, your publication. I know that your interviews around the show floor, that's why we all go to His Talk the following day to see what she and Mr. H and others are writing um, and what they learned from the previous day. And the previous night is uh, always interesting, too, because of all these parties. So so talking about that, what party are you most excited about this year? Well, I think you know the answer to that. Um, <laughs> exactly. Takapalooza is right. our annual hymns networking event, and it is so much fun. Um, that's just that's just the theme of our our presence at hymns. We have an invitation only event. Um, it's going to be at the House of Blues in Great Chicago this, yeah. this year. We've Great. got a fantastic party band, Party on the Moon, lined up. They were our party band last year, and yep. we just had such a great uh, response from our uh, attendees that we brought them back and. We have awards for um, best shoes, best dress. We have some industry awards that we call the hizzies, um, you know, categories like what industry executive do you want to throw a pie at or <laughs> oh, just just fun stuff like that. So looking forward to that. Um, I think I hear that Medicity is going to have a fun event Tuesday evening. And, and other than that, I'm just kind of keeping it. Kind of keeping it open. How about you? Do you have anything lined up? Well, Histakapalooza, I've attended the last couple of years, so that's always a fun one. Um, Intel always has a great one, usually sometimes in partnership uh, with AT&T. Um, I know the Greenway one will always be fun. So it's actually more looking out across. And actually, Howard Bird always hosts a great dinner as well every night. So it's kind of looking across everybody and seeing <laughs> how we can uh, or how I can kind of focus in and, and hit a couple of them and, and see a lot of people because, you know, there's thousands of people that uh, I've worked with through the years and you've worked with that we love to see. Um, so I try to do my best to do that. So, But uh, thank you very much, Jen. Uh, we are actually out of time. Uh, it always flies, certainly with you. Uh, you're a wonderful guest, and I would love to have you back uh, later on, maybe in the summertime, early fall, to talk about uh, how this year is shaping up. Obviously, it's going to be an interesting year with Meaning for You Stage 3 and a lot of other items. So I would love to have you back at some point. I love that, and I look forward to seeing you in Chicago. Thanks. Same here, Jen. Uh, and thank you to everybody listening in. Um, and again, we will be broadcasting live from Hims Conference, uh, the Venture Plus Forum, on April 12th, 4 p.m. Central to 5.30 p.m. Central. That's 5 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Eastern. So please tune in there if you want to hear us live from the Venture Plus Forum. Um, and as always, you can uh, listen to us uh, weekdays, 2.30 p.m. Eastern, 11.30 a.m. Pacific. Uh, and you can also track me on Twitter at HIT Advisor and use the hashtag ThisJustIn so we can respond to your comments from the show. In addition, all of my comments will be posted on my website at JustinBarnes.com. Thanks, everyone. Have a terrific rest of the week. 